0: First of all, if you could uh, tell me, what's the difference between chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine, and what are they used for?
1: So chloroquine was originally derived from the cinchona bark of the cinchona tree, which is a tree which lives in the tropics um, and was uh, noted by the local people that if they chewed on the bark or made a decoction or anything like that, that it helped treat them with, with periodic fevers. Um, those fevers were eventually determined to be malaria. So chloroquine came into the Western world um, as, as cinchona bark a couple hundred years ago. It of itself has um, a high degree of toxicity if you eat too much of it. Um, it is still used to treat Uh, malaria, but uh, only specific types of malaria because the malarial uh, plasmodium has become resistant to uh, chloroquine. So the more deadly forms of malaria, such as falciparum, they use other drugs. Hydroxychloroquine is a slight tweak of the molecule where they add on um, a special group, a hydroxyl group, and that changes the molecule a little bit so that its heart toxicity is different, but um, essentially they're used a lot in situations where if you can't get chloroquine, you can use hydroxychloroquine. Right now, hydroxychloroquine is used almost exclusively for lupus and for people with uh, dermatomyositis and rheumatoid arthritis. Um, it does have some immunomodulating effects and some of that is, is, some of the basis of why people are looking at it.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Uh, Why are some doctors prescribing these drugs to treat COVID-19?
1: Well, um, when this started out, everybody did a mass search for is there anything out there that might be useful. There is some earlier evidence that chloroquine and hydroxychloroquine may have been useful in the SARS coronavirus um, outbreak in vitro, and, and that's what triggered their approach to start using it? There are a, a couple mechanisms of action that look interesting when you look in in the test tube or in cell culture uh, about the way that it it prevents binding of the um, virus to the to the cells and alters the way it it works in the cell. But there's no good evidence at this point. No good randomized controlled trials to show that right now it will make a difference in people. But the concern is there's a lot of drugs that look very interesting in vitro out there. And I think there's something like 80 80 trials going on, clinical trials, um, which suggests that nobody has a great answer. But um, it's only one of many drugs that they're looking at. It is readily available. It is a pre-made drug rather than something that has to be taken and moved on to a medication. And because it is an FDA-approved drug for malaria and lupus and uh, rheumatoid arthritis, um, it can be used for other other things by physicians because it has an approval in another field. But to say that there's non-refutable evidence to say that it's effective at this point, that just doesn't exist.
0: Right, uh, because uh, there are some clinical trials uh, that are going on, as I understand it. To China, mm-hmm. where the pandemic began, is conducting uh, clinical studies on combining hydroxychloroquine with the antibiotic azithromycin. But uh, right. that, that could be deadly, though, couldn't it?
1: Yes. Um, the problem with these drugs is that for the diseases that are being treated, they are effective at a, what we call a therapeutic dose. These drugs are profoundly dangerous in that if you go twice that therapeutic dose, you're going to be sick. You may end up in the hospital. You could even end up on a ventilator, tying up another ventilator, um, having heart arrhythmias. And if you take three times that dose, you're dead. So, We don't recommend that, that's one of the reasons. The other issue is, and the really bigger one for the doctors in the hospitals, is that these drugs have a a slew of drug-drug interactions. And the way the body metabolizes the chloroquine class is through um, a group of of enzymes called the CYP or the CYP enzymes. And these these drugs are substrates for three of the most common ones. So that means that if you have someone on a drug that competes for that same enzyme system, one of those drugs is going to increase in concentration and lead to toxicity. And because the the enzymes that are involved are very common for some antibiotics, for opioids, for antiarrhythmics, for antifungals, um, for uh, a bunch of other drugs, and these are very, very sick patients. The risk of having them all, having them on the same drugs or similar drugs increases the risk that their their blood concentration of the chloroquine or hydroxychloroquine is gonna in- increase significantly. On top of it, these drugs are are cleared from the body through the kidneys and COVID hits the kidneys and they don't function as well. And so you can accumulate the drug that way. So that's a major reason for the in-hospital. The out-of-hospital is, is that the dosing is tricky. And, you know, if you're taking anything else, are you at risk?
0: Who should not take these drugs?
1: Anybody who has a heart condition, anybody who has a conduction abnormality, um, so that they've been told that they, you know, have a slow heart rate or a heart rate that speeds up people who are on certain antibiotics such as levofloxacin or, or that class of drugs, anybody who is taking amiodarone for their abnormal heart rate, anybody who is on uh, an opioid um, because it can kick it off, and that includes buprenorphine. Um, there are some antidepressants that come in through this. So ideally, nobody should take this drug unless somebody can run a drug interaction profile on them. Um, if they have a history of lightheadedness, dizziness, they should not take it. If they have kidney disease, they should not take it.
0: Anything you want to add, doctor?
1: I would leave this to the physicians where they can be monitoring um, the heart rhythm. If you decide to do this, um, which I don't advise, without a doctor's supervision, and then if you get any nausea or vomiting or diarrhea, lightheadedness, tremor, can't think straight, hallucinate, have feelings like you're going to pass out, anything, you need to either immediately call the the poison center or seek medical care because when the toxicity hits, um, it is a sudden and severe cardiac toxicity.